morning, good morning, good morning. How are you all? It's good to see you all this morning. Wow, what a morning already, huh? Full, full, full. It's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We have... uh, We are are releasing a book today called We Have Decided, Declarations for Reengagement. And uh, here's the deal with this book. I'm going to wait until everybody's done with their conversations. You're welcome to have them, but I'm going to wait. Releasing a book today called We Have Decided, which is based on the seven different declarations that, are, that come out of Ivan Tate's prophetic word over the house. Listen, we don't just take a prophetic word and discard it because it's been around for a couple of days. We engage in it, and we really have felt like this is a very important word to the house because it really is about reengaging. And uh, so I felt like, and Ryan too felt like we needed to to put a broader scope on it, and so we wrote this book, um, and uh, want to release it today, and here's, here's the deal, yeah, thank you, <laughs> the person's excited, it's always good to have a fan, <laughs> yeah, there you go, yeah, I love your spontaneity, <clears throat> <laughs> Here's, here's how you can ha- get the book. You can get the book for a $1 donation. $1 donation. The cost of, of uh, producing the book, getting it out here, uh, all of that has been already covered. And so this $1 donation will just simply go into the bookstore to help the bookstore process through the book. Because we so believe the importance of, of us all having it in our hands, having a broader perspective on what these things are for. Uh, but here's the caveat. In order to get this book for one dollar, you need, you need to agree to two things. Number one is read it. And here's what I'm asking of you, that you read it this week. You take one chapter, there's seven chapters, you take one chapter a day for the next seven days. And you read the book with asking the Holy Spirit to enlighten you about the declarations that we're making. Uh, these are very timely declarations. They're about now. Uh, so that, that's one of the things that we ask you to agree to if you're going to buy the book for a dollar. Actually, you're just going to give it as a donation. The second thing is that over the next month, you take at least one of those declarations a day and declare those things out loud several times during the day. I you think you can do that? Yes. Is that too much to ask for a buck? No. <laughs> and they're available in the bookstore. You can get them there. You'll, you can get them right after service. And I would ask that if you are going to, going to do that, that you, you go ahead and get that done after service, because I know we like to hang around. And there's also, uh, over here, uh, prophetic words, uh, this morning for all those that would like a prophetic word. Our prophetic teams are going to be there, and they do such a great job, and we want to give them plenty of time to do that this morning, and already we're, 
we're uh, into the clock. Uh, so if you, if you would grab that book as soon as you can and uh, take care of that. And Ryan and I will be out there. And if you do want it signed, we would have, be happy to do that. Um, we just believe in the message. Is that okay? Yes. Is that okay to believe in what we put out? Yes. Come on, we are what? Believers. <laughs> ah, you guys are so fun this morning. So, but but I want to I take a little bit of time. I'm going to go ahead and take a little bit of time, although we don't really have it. I'm going to take it anyway. Um, to talk about why, why this book and, and why the title. The title is We Have Decided. Here is why. These are declarations for re-engagement. We have lived through a season of a couple of years that has given opportunity for us to disengage with life. Disengage from each other. To disengage from church. To disengage from a variety of things that, that are really healthy for us. And so we have decided to re-engage. Yes. To re-engage our true identity as believers in the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. To re-engage in the message and the mission of the church and of who we are as people and who we are and who he is as our God. To re-engage in those things that have, that have been minimalized by the events of our culture. You look at me like you're not experienced. You know what I'm talking about, right? If you know what I'm talking about, just kind of like, you know, a little bit of, you know, something. (laughs) And so this book is important to us because it's helping us to re-engage in these things that are important. And Ivan nailed it, just nailed it so well. When he gave us those prophetic words. And so I want to look at, I want to look at these, these uh, declarations that we have decided on. So let's go ahead and put the first one up there. We declare that the time for being led by fear is over. Yeah. Go to the next phrase. The therefore. Therefore we have decided or, or decked, whichever you choose. To embrace the Holy Spirit as our guide and comfort and fear will not dictate our decisions. That's, that's my misspelling, not anybody else's. It's a new word I'm making up. We have decked. <laughs> you okay with that? Uh, one of the things that Ivan said when he was here, he says, what we fear becomes our Holy Spirit. And, you know, I know, I know we've, I've talked about this, this declaration already, but I want to say it again, that fear can permeate every part of our thinking, every part of our being, every part of our decision-making. And it, and it makes us skeptics and doubters rather than believers. So when we operate in fear, we're actually stepping outside of our identity of who God made us to be. Um, and when we do that, we, we, though we once lived in an absolute confidence, we now waver and live on the fence. And living on the fence is not very comfortable, is it? 
and it doesn't really accomplish anything because it makes us really ineffective. But we have decided to re-engage, to re-engage with the Holy Spirit, activating our faith where there's been doubt. We re-engage with the Holy Spirit, activating our hope where there has been despair. Re-engaging with the Holy Spirit, choosing love where fear has taken over. That's right. right? That's right. So I, I want to go through each of these real quickly. I'm not doing them very quickly right now, am I? Because <laughs> I want to hesitate here for a moment because I, I was sitting down there and I felt the Lord say that he wants to eradicate from those that are in the house and online today the spirit of fear that is the spirit of this age. He wants to eradicate it. He doesn't want us to keep wrestling with it. He wants to eradicate it from our thinking, from our processes, from, from our inner man, from our, from our soul. He wants to eradicate it. And he's willing to do it now. So I... He, Got to ask the worship team to come back up. Come on. Worship team, come on. I'm asking you. Come on, Bong. Come on. Thanks so much. Don't we love these guys? They're so good. I'm no longer a slave of fear. I do. I am a child of God. See, there's the point, isn't it? Romans 8 says, He has not given us the spirit of fear. He has not given us the spirit of fear. As children of God, to have a spirit of fear is so foreign to who He is and to who we are. We, you know, why does a cow moo? This is deep. It's because it's a cow. Right? If we went around mooing all the time, we'd be outside of who we were made to be, right? But yet we walk around in a spirit of fear, and we are mooing when we're not cows. You'll never forget this illustration. (laughs) You'll never forget it. (laughs) We talk a lot about identity, don't we? Why is it so important? Because we don't want to be mooing when we're not cows. And the spirit of fear. Now there are, there are things that cause us to fear. Right? You see a car headlong towards you. And you don't know if you can get out of the way. There's fear involved in that. And that fear will motivate you to move. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a spirit that has learned how to hide in us. Sneak in. Right? Find its place somewhere in our thinking, in our spirit, in our soul. It hides so well. And it really requires the Holy Spirit to reveal it to us. Because we learn to get used to it. And, and we, we tend to call it either wisdom Or good logic. Because it's hiding. It's cloaking. It has a cloaking device. 
if you like Star Trek. It has a cloaking device. And it's more than that. It, it doesn't, Deb, Deb said this last, last week, I think it was in, she's talking about doubt and how doubt is invasive and it takes over. It doesn't just stay in one little place. Fear is the same way. We can say, well, I'll just fear this. That's okay. No, no, no. That's a spirit of fear and wanting to take over every decision you make, every choice you make. It's a spirit. There's only one way to deal with the spirit. It's with the opposite spirit. And it's the spirit of the Holy Spirit who can come in and invade. See, it's like... Fear is, is like leaven. You put leaven in a, little, in a big lump of dough. It doesn't stay right there. What does it do? The Bible talks about it leavens the whole lump. We are lumpy. Say, so he t- calls me a cow and now he calls me a lump. We are lumpy and... What gets in there is, is not going to stay in one place. It's invasive, and it'll go throughout that whole thing, and it will affect everything. But so does the Spirit of God. If we allow Him to do that, He goes into those places where the spirit of fear is hiding and eradicates it. Because He has not given us the spirit of fear. You know, I'm going to go ahead and pull that up here. It's Romans chapter 8, one of my favorite chapters of all chapters in the Bible along with all the others. I like this too. as many as led by the Spirit of God, sons of God. Here's the antidote. For you did not receive the Spirit of God of bondage again to fear, but you received the Spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Here we go. Identity. Identity, And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may be glorified together with him. For I did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, because fear is bondage. Right? You've received the spirit of adoption. <laughs> There's the spirit right there. There's the spirit. You're his, and, and he is yours. There it is. So let's allow him this morning to obliterate the spirit of fear in us. If that's what you want, go ahead and stand up. We're going to pray. We're going to sing this song in a minute. We're going to pray and then we're going to sing this song. Because we're going to declare what God has just now done for us.
lie of the enemy I see a picture of someone standing there's a fence it's a you can see through it so it's one of those chain link fence right and you see into the place where the father is with all his children But you're standing there with your fingers gripped to the chain. Not you, you don't feel like you're you're going to hell, like you're you know you're lost totally. But you're on the outside looking in, and that you don't have a right because of something in your life, because of something that's gone in in your life, because of some history of your life. You don't have a right to to go through the gate. Oh, you're in the kingdom. You're saved, going to heaven's your home, but you feel on the outside looking in. And as long as that's your perspective, you'll never have the spirit of adoption. Because the spirit of adoption says you are on the inside. The spirit of adoption says, I, I can't let you go because you're mine. I chose you. Some of you, you just haven't figured out that he chose you. He chose you. He went into the, like the, like the, you know, the, the place where all, all the kids are waiting to be adopted. And he walked in and he pointed right at you and he says, I, I choose you. And you go, oh, no, it couldn't have been me. Yes, it was you. He chose you. And until, until you embrace that spirit of adoption, that spirit of fear is going to have, that, that spirit is going to be invading your life. When you, when you come, it's not on what you've done, it's on what he's done. And you come recognizing what he's done for you, and that has now made you so valuable to him. And when you embrace that, that breaks. Perfect love casts out what? Fear. Perfect love, when you embrace the perfect love of the Father that chose you as his son or his daughter, then it breaks the spirit of fear. So you ready to do that? You say, well, how do you do it? Choose it. Choose to accept his love. No matter what the evidence around you says otherwise, you say, I believe. It's the whole idea of belief and faith. I believe, Father, that you love me like your word says you do. I believe that you have chosen me. I believe that I am a well-loved son or daughter. That your spirit has said to my spirit, you are a child of God. I am a child of God. I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. 
I have an inheritance in you. I'm on the other side of the fence now. I'm on the inside of the fence. I'm not looking on any longer. If you want to just say amen to that, just come on, lift your hands and begin to praise him. We're going to thank you, God. This is the truth. We declare. I want you to say things out loud that you may have never said before. Say them out loud. God, I just declare that I belong to you. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. And you are my Father. You are my Father. You are my Father. You are my Father. I have been adopted into your family. I am now your family. I am not of the old family. I am of your family now. I have a new name. I have a new inheritance. I have a new heritage. I have a new future because of you. So I declare that now. And I declare that the spirit of fear hiding inside of me has no no longer a hiding place because my heart is wide open to your love. And the word says that your Holy Spirit distributes your love in our hearts. So we just say, Holy Spirit, distribute your love. (laughs) Come on, fill me up. Fill me up. I'll move no longer. Fill me up, Lord. Eradicate that place of fear in my heart, that place of fear in my soul, that place of fear in my mind. Eradicate it. Take it away. And every time the enemy tries to tries to remind me of it, I can declare, no, it's gone. It's gone, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. I no longer am a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Now let's sing that song with real understanding.
one moment. Um, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Um, Holy Spirit reminded me of this story this morning, and I couldn't figure out why in the world am I thinking about that again. Um, but with where David's going and what the Holy Spirit is doing this morning, I just asked him if he wanted me to share it really quickly. I'm going to try to do it very briefly. Um, you can look it up. I, I believe it happened around 25 years ago. It was around the same time that I was just being so completely transformed by Holy Spirit. But I was having a bit of a time like, am I really part of his body? Am I... Did he really die for just me? You know what I mean? Those questions. Um, and on the news came the story of a family that was vacationing in Italy. They had, it was a um, wife and husband and a child, their son. I, I think he was around eight years old. I'm not sure. But they were traveling through the countryside in Italy, and they came through this certain area on the highway, and some bandits um, attacked their car, shot into their car, so they would stop, and they could hijack them, you know, rob them, whatever their intention was. Um, I'm sorry. But they, they knew to keep driving. You don't stop. We've been in places where they say, don't stop. No matter what happens, you don't stop. Because that's the purpose of it, is they want you to stop so they can rob you. So they kept driving to the village where they were heading. But unfortunately, when they um, arrived, the son had been, um, that was sitting in the back seat, had taken a bullet and had bled out on the road as they were traveling. So the parents had an immediate decision to make. They had lost their son on the way. But they made a a decision right then, right there, because they knew they only had so much time, that they would donate their son's body to that village and if there was anyone in that village that needed a transplant they were offering their son I heard about the story about a year later when the mom and dad went back to Italy and went back to the village And there was a big celebration welcoming them into the the village. All the village people were just welcoming, brought them flowers and thanking them. It was really special. But then it changed. They took the mom and dad into this room where they met the people who had received the son's body so they looked into the eyes of someone who had the cornea of their son they shook the hand of a man who had received a kidney they embraced someone who had the liver 
of their son. Now the village people were very thankful and excited, but there was a whole different dynamic when they were in the room with the people who had received his body. Do you see the difference? Sometimes we come into this place and we feel like we're just the village people. We're thankful. We're worshiping. God, way out there, did something for all of us. But until we have the perspective that I am the body of Christ. Like Ryan shared last week, he said, drink of my body. Eat of my body, eat of my flesh, drink of my blood. That's what we have done. We truly are the body of Christ. And the power of that is the power to eradicate the fear that wants to take over. Does that make sense? But until we realize we are truly the body of Christ, we hold the power of heaven and that we could speak to the spirit of fear and say, no, you have no part of me. I am a child of God. So, um, I want you to stand. I know we've been up and down a lot today, but we're going to close with this, right? I'm sorry. Take your time. Can you stand? And I want you to set your mind and your heart that, no, I am the body of Christ. I am not one of the village people that I'm just thankful. Right? But I am truly, I've, I've eaten his flesh and I drank his blood. I am the body of Christ. When we first heard the first time COVID being talked about on the news, I remember the day I turned to David and I said, it is an attack of the spirit of fear. The enemy is wanting to release fear. And I didn't even know what COVID was. But that's immediately what came to my heart. It's like, this is an attack on the enemy to release fear. But people will see it as being reasonable. We just have to be reasonable. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we take hold of our inheritance. We do cry out to you, Abba, Father. You have adopted us. You have made us your body. We have received you. And we are no longer just the outside, the village people that are celebrating and being thankful. We are the ones standing there with your heart. With your lungs and your feet, your hands, your eyes. And we say, thank you. You are altogether lovely. You are so beautiful. And thank you for giving me your body. And right now, in the name of Jesus, we command the spirit of fear to leave each person that is represented here in this room and online that is listening. We command you out. You have no more part of us. You are a virus that we are inoculating with the Holy Spirit. And we say, leave now. And we repeat, we 
do not have the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a a sound sound mind. mind. Love, power, and a sound mind. Put your hands over your head right now. Father, I just speak peace over the minds of men and women here this morning. That everything that is wrong thinking, where we have been let in the lie of fear and delusion into our thinking, we say we bind our minds to the mind of Christ in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Have chosen me. As we finish, let's let's just get ready to receive a blessing of the Lord. An amen. A 
Just a, a word that he gave the priest to speak over the people. His people. His people. You. His people. Position your heart, your body, and whatever way you need to, to to believe that you're receiving something from the Holy Spirit right now. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord has made his face to shine upon you. And he is being gracious to you. The Lord has lifted up his countenance of favor upon you. And he now gives you his peace. Amen. 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 Ministry team, uh, the team for uh, prophetic words, please go that direction. And uh, encourage you to get the book, One Dollar and an Agreement to Do What I Ask of You. Lord bless you and keep you. Uh, Ministry team, come on down front if you want. Uh, Other ministry besides prophetic ministry this morning, although you could receive prophetic ministry down here also. Ministry team, if you'll come forward. And again, get your book and read it. God bless you.